bit sick here in my mouth. It's the idea of doing the podcast. It's the idea of sitting here and just talking about this trash for another hour. I can't really remember what happened. <laughs> Welcome to Bill With It. It's week 45. With me, your host and driver, Abner, and my co-host and navigator, Amelia. Hello. I like that you have to look down at your notes to check my name. And my co-host and navigator, uh, Emily. (laughs) This is the podcast where me and Amelia, we we drive around the square of EastEnders, Mm -hmm. Albert Square. Not any square. (laughs) have Have a look what's going on, peer in some windows and just, you know, gossip behind their backs. I thought I'd do like a little description this week because usually the last ten weeks it's just been chaos. It's just been kind of like us going, and then we just, <laughs> and then Daddy drones. <laughs> I'm glad that you gave us a little um, description because earlier in the day you admitted to me something very horrific and almost cause for the podcast to shut down that you've been watching Emmerdale. I've watched a few clips on YouTube. Yeah, they've got mm. their YouTube is on point. Anyone who likes Emmerdale and wants to go check their YouTube channel out. They do this thing where they just like take four minute clips and put them on their YouTube. And you think, oh, okay, just, just the highlights then. But no, because they, they upload like five or six different clips a day, which altogether is about the length of an episode. What I'm hearing from you is that you're spending valuable EastEnders time on Emmerdale. If you're watching a soap, it should be EastEnders. Well, and this is why the, the quality of our features has just decreased. Like the the uh, the amount of them has increased. We've got loads of features, but the quality has really dipped. Because you know, you know, there's no who twenty me twenty this week, is there, Amelia? It's features <laughs> are a little bit like art. You know, Picasso in his cubism and his more abstract uh, paintings. A lot of people at the time said that they weren't as good compared to you know more traditional art pieces as well. And, and now yet look. we are becoming more abstract. And soon, in about a hundred years, podcasts. We'll have features that are a lot more similar to ours. We're birthing you, a whole new creation. Are you calling Bill with it Picasso? Yes. Shall we dive in? Shall we get this bus on the road? Let's take a look at the Carters. We both agreed that we could write the storyline for the Carters because it's basically the same thing. It's just Linda and Mick. Sexing. Touching each <laughs> other. They can't get enough of each other. And then just long looks I've worked of Mick the around everywhere. The formula yeah. is... The first episode of the week with the Carters when they're involved is Mick and Linda are about to get down to it mm-hmm. and then something interrupts them. This week it was the pipes, was it? It was Shirley and the pipes? Yeah. And then by the end of the week, Friday, they've done it. They've sexed. Well, you don't... That's their storyline every week. Have they bonked? I think they were just about to as well, we left I, them. The way I saw it on, on Friday was um, they, they went upstairs to bonk and then he was cooking or washing up and they had a secondary bonk. Oh, I thought that they, um, I thought that was the introduction to the original bonk. I thought that was, was the like, way that he was seducing her. Oh, because he said, get up those stairs and put that little slinky number on. Oh. I thought that was the initial bonk, obviously off screen. And the secondary bonk was the comedy bonk, where, we'll see. where Danny dies in a little apron and nothing I, else. Normally I would agree with you, except that to this week in EastEnders, the BBC was showing us explicit after scenes they were. of sexual intercourse. So if wow. I'm maintaining now, just like if someone doesn't die on screen, it says if someone doesn't bonk on screen, I don't believe it's happened Always either. semi-naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surrounded by white sheets. Only white. How about a lusty pink? No. How dare That's you? Linda's colour. That's what she likes. Well, then we'll never see it. 
So the storyline this week uh, was, aside from Mick and Linda bonking. Well, just take that as a given. <laughs> was Mick doing the course for the football He's training? trying to get... He's bought football manager, 19. He's very excited. Uh, and he's found a course that he has to be physically fit for. I don't know many managers that are running up and down the side of the field as well. So um, his, him and his best mate Mitch is gone. Sorry, are still there. I mean, Stu's out of the way, so Stu's Mick's put up a little, yeah. like... Yeah, but he's put up a little wanted poster in the Vic. New best friend New needed. best friend. <laughs> so uh, the story is the the taps aren't working or have clogged or something. Something's happened. Not club. before Denise's 50th. <laughs> Not before Denise's 50th. Oh, my God. We took a back seat to that, yeah. Um, Mitch comes to the pub and goes, oh, you know, I used to do that. As Mitch well as <laughs> refitting bathrooms, as well as correcting glass, <laughs> as well as fathering children all over London. Uh, he comes out back, he fixes it, and then goes, do you want a couple of drinks then? Yeah, and Mick, in the back <laughs> of the pub. 10am in the morning. Bear in mind the pub hasn't actually opened at this point. No, right? yeah. And if we cut back to them later on, they're plastered. It's mm-hmm. like, it must be at least 8pm. So they've spent, what, a good 10 hours out the back just downing and, gin. And <laughs> discussing their love lives, because Mick's already said, Mitch has already said to Mick, I wouldn't go for someone like Linda. And then Mick's, like, detailing the fact that they haven't, had sex in months and he's Which really nervous. <laughs> no, 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 but remember, he hurt his willy. He did, but I, th- I thought they bonked before then as no, well. No, 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 bonked. that was the, no, this was like, that's what the little comment was about, like that he was, oh, so he got in the clear. So he was a bit nervous, so they were discussing that over some shots. It was like a weird, like, DNM that you see at like a party in high school, except they're both 40 and one of them owns a business. <laughs> But Linda was like, oh, you better get make sure he gets to this training course because that's the only thing that's made him happy since coming home. Except for Mitch. I don't think that's Mitch true. Mitch has made, made him, him happy. very happy. Yeah. Yeah. He loves Mitch. That's all he wants. That's why Linda made him stay up there for so long. <laughs> you better mind my husband. Oh, basically the same friendship as Mick and Stu used to have. Oh, don't like, tell me Linda's Mitch not... is going to go bad. Well, I don't know because Linda wasn't super keen on Stu. She's not super keen on Mitch. Mitch seems like a nice guy though. Yes, so does Stu. Well, Stu is a nice guy. Of course, that's why that's why he seems like a nice guy because he's a nice Let's talk about Stu, shall we? He wasn't it this week. Um, and then there was a secondary storyline of Shirley and Billy, <laughs> our, the surprise romance, our new favourite coupling, where um so Billy was stepped down from Phil. <laughs> Billy was desperate to get to East Walford, and so asked anyone to go with him. Sorry yeah. for free. And Shirley took him up. Shirley, definitely. Well, free food for Shirley. Isn't she? Isn't she, she was going large as well. And, then, um... and a dessert and an appetizer. <laughs> but it all came back, didn't it? And Billy had to say that he actually did fancy Shirley. And then Shirley brought out a pink feather. <gasps> and a rubber glove. And a rubber glove. And invited <laughs> him down to her sex dungeon. Is that the basement where, the cellar where Mick Mitch and Mitch... And... <laughs> <laughs> it's just around behind some crates. <laughs> She's put a couple of pictures up of, like, leather or something. That was a genuinely funny scene. I enjoyed that. My favourite part of the Carters, like, the whole storyline, and I know there were some amazing bits to choose from, was Shirley just burning Denise when she wasn't even there, asking her why she would ever want to even celebrate a 50th. No one's going to come, Denise. No one likes you. I forgot she existed again this week until they mentioned her. She had a storyline last week, but this week I forgot she existed. Her storyline was so forgettable that I kept thinking, where's Kush? Why isn't he at his <laughs> girlfriend's 50th? Oh, yeah, they broke up. Kush made one small appearance next Did he? to Martin. Oh, was he there? Yeah, when Martin came rolling into the cafe. Oh, no, no. I, thought, I was actually them. specifically talking about the party. Was there. Kim couldn't even be bothered to turn up. 
<laughs> yeah, she was in Edinburgh. So, yeah, it's I... just a bit of a sad existence for Denise. Every time I see her, I get a little bit more sad. Like, don't she's get me wrong, funny. she's gorgeous. Like, that, like everyone, I agree. We were shocked that her character was 50. Yeah. But just a bit sad. Sorry, is that part of the Carters, or...? Well, yeah. I, it was I, in the I, pub. I, literally, it's the first thing. Shirley, uh, Shirley disses Denise. It was not a diss, comment. it was a burn. It was a takedown. Especially, like, her scowling in a black jacket. Think... She didn't even stay for her 50th. She went out with Billy. She, no, she went out. <laughs> she, she went out with Billy! But then she came straight back, back on her shift. <laughs> Why did he choose Tina straight away? Tina was like They've the... history. Yeah, but it was the massive reason why Honey doesn't want him back. He's desperate for Honey still. I would have loved to see him take Halfway. He's good at mentoring the lads. God, we'll get on to that later. That's another storyline that's been dropped by the cards. It's just the whole Halfway Whitney baby situation. Yeah, I guess next time we see them, they'll have like a couple they'll of months. They'll have a couple of babies. I said, no, no, like the, like the baby bump will have arrived and they'll say, didn't we say... We, we talked about it when Bex had announced that she was going to Oxford. What's the amount of off-screen yeah. stories? We couldn't even bother to travel with uh, Mick to go and see his training thing. It wasn't even a scene there where no. he was just like, was, I don't know, entering and going up to a registrar and saying, I didn't want I'm to see that. Carter. No, I didn't care about that. Yeah, you're right. I didn't care either, but they didn't yeah. even make the effort. Maybe they knew we didn't care. They didn't care. The one thing I like about uh, Danny Dyer, award winner, NTA winner for mm. best performance in serial drama. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Is that he has just these these set pieces in his his wardrobe, his, his acting arsenal? wardrobe, yes. his arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> he has. We've talked about it before. The slow talk when he's serious. Mm. We yeah. have the slow turnaround <gasps> when he reveals or, or wants to show his emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thirdly, he has a little slap on Linda's ass. He loves it. <laughs> the group. I've seen he that too it? much, especially the last couple of months. I've seen him slap Linda's ass. Way too much. Well, as you said while we were talking about it, you wonder how Danny Dyer's wife watches in comfort. It's too real. It's too real. They have a chemistry that I can't (laughs) deny. I told you that I feel a bit sorry for myself when I watch Linda and Vic because I just think, I've never experienced a love like this. And theirs is fake. I mean, last week you were saying that you think something's going to split them up. That chavvy... You have... your depth. You know what you're talking of... about. Oh, I know. Oh, I did. Oh, you're right. No, I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to wrap this story up now. The the Mick Carter, Linda, not having sex story. Because the fact that course... this even has to be a storyline is we need to be up to date on how often they're having sex through the week. We need to know. <laughs> <laughs> because he's going to have some time off the next couple of months. Because oh, so he's, we have he's to be aware with Martin Freeman. So. <laughs> Powerhouses. Well, my dream is a good actor. I, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just the fact that on stage. Who will you with... look at on the stage? Because you can really only look at one person to ex- absorb all their energy. Martin Freeman. Danny Dyer. <laughs> Martin Freeman, pretty How sure. How much are those like, tickets? Pretty sure he's like Academy Award yeah. winning or he's like a big nominated. Deal. He's, he's been in a lot of films. He's so big that I, I question why he has to be in those ads. And if I'm questioning why you're in an ad, you're a pretty big deal. Tell you what. If you're a part of this show and you're definitely listening to Beal with it, can you please secure one ticket for myself? Two if you can, but one ticket for me and my well? guest. Oh, you know, right, okay. me and my guest. Maybe right. you, if you're free. <laughs> I want to review it. So this whole week was just dedicated to don't worry about Linda and Mick's relationship. <laughs> That's what it came down to, yeah. <laughs> Should we move on? Yes. So our first feature this week, it's not oh, it's weird. Me this is 20. the first week ever we've yeah. not had a huge twenty. I mean, there's, there's been other weeks. It was popular last week. Slater Alligator <laughs> returns. Well, how though? 
We've literally done everything. Are we we're we talking about new possible storylines. <laughs> Where's it go? Last week we left off. Okay. It was in bed with Phil, Slater Alligator. Yeah. Well, we also said that Mo accidentally sold it as a handbag. Ah, uh, yes, it did. Yeah, so that it was... was dead. So back to so <laughs> flashback, flashback. It had a child. Had flashback. a child. Oh, okay, nice. Slater Alligator Junior. Slater Alligator Junior. That was still living. So Slater Alligator this week is um coming into the pub. Well, I, I was thinking it's a little baby alligator. It's just hanging around with the kids. Stacy's got it in like a uh, oh baby a born pouch. like a yeah <laughs> like a carry on. Have you um, met my new child? Yeah, Slater Alligator Junior. So why does Stacy get it though? Why not Cat? She's collecting kids at the moment. She's collecting. Alfie, Alfie can have it. Alfie he's, loves he's, kids. He's dead. Well, he's not dead, is he? He's out. Mm. Hey, we can it. only hope. Uh, Mo can have it. Oh no, to get to Mo, well, she, 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 <laughs> she passes them on quite yes. quickly on the stool. <laughs> You know what, Denise, space. you know what we've just discussed? I know it's called Slater Alligator, and it will always have its home in the Slater family, but Denise has got nothing going on. Can she raise Slater Alligator? Can she finally get this time right? What would be even better is if uh, she has a pregnancy scare after being of Kush, mm-hmm. and uh, it wind forward nine months. She has yep. the baby, it comes out. It's As an Slater Alligator. alligator. <laughs> and you realise that actually... It wasn't Kush. She'd had a drunken night with Slater Alligator. Oh, before he got before killed. Before he got killed. <laughs> she raises Slater, Slater Alligator. It hangs out with Pearl and Mika as one of the three. Kim, like, it accessorizes Mika. it. <laughs> like, puts rhinestones all over it. has, it. like, a, a, a chain which says Slater S on it. Yes. Oh, yeah, big S. It goes to visit the Slaters like once every couple of weeks, but it's it's dangerous for it. It knows it's a Slater alligator, but it's it's being it's brought up with the treatments. Yeah, Patrick, you know, gives it a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> Yum. It loves whiskey, Slater alligator. Alligator over here. Um, I think it's going to have a great life, and obviously, Wolf will age it up really quickly, so that it has a sexy storyline with. Kush. No, and that's a bit weird. No, that's is weird it a male or is it female? Doesn't say. Doesn't need to. No, no, no. Doesn't need. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gender neutral. Gender neutral. Yeah. Um, I think it'll have a sexy romance with Sonya. It'll just bring Sonya back into the fold. And you know what? Next to Slayer Alligator, with his bedazzled little tail, he looks good. And so does she. You got any ideas for next episode of Slayer Alligator and the continued adventure of him and Sonya in their budding romance? And the ancestry of Slayer Alligator. (laughs) And BBC, once once again, you are free to have any of these ideas. You probably won't want them because they're entirely original and you haven't backwashed them through your through your dense you know, you know, scripts just, already. Just, but have a just, go. Just, Something just, original. Just, just try it. This might I be would... why you don't win many awards. Just oh, too soon. Well, you're on so the Emmerdale train, so don't talk to me about too soon. <laughs> we just talked about Carter's storyline, mm. the, the Mick and Linda. Imagine if just in between that there's a little crocodile in the No, pub. alligator. Sorry. Oh my god. What kind of a, like, are you getting like a theme song going for Slater Alligator as well? Slater Alligator. That's poor. But What I about, mean, um... Here you go, we put it to the listeners. If you, a listener, are a budding, like, you know, sound person, because we're not, you put your mm. on our podcast, we're not, the, it's, the levels are up and down all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you know a bit of sound stuff and you want to put a jingle together for Slater Alligator... Then do so. Email it into us at billwithit.podcast.gmail.com. I or was, tweet us. I was thinking more of a, like, there's leopard print on the wall. This later alligator has moved it all. Get it? Because there's, like, an animal contrast. <laughs> it's appalling in another way. Mine was just bad. That was just 
Mine's got something going on. Yours has got something more than mine did. Yeah, mine had two clicks, like Adam's family. Yeah, mine's got like a a, a throwback to the wallpaper and animal imagery, and the other the (laughs) idea that he has it all. Yeah. So it could either be that he's torn it down because he's a nuisance, or he's got everything we could ever want. Just think of all like the times we've come up with like sitcom ideas that have been. Probably a hundred times better than Slater Alligator. But it's Slater Alligator that's getting a recurring run in this show. Next one, Yeah. Right, uh, Jay and Ruby. Oh. They smashed through this one. Like, Romance. Jay smashed through Ruby. So this is... Oh, that's uh, grim. Cut that yeah. out. So this week we saw Jay uh, kind of complaining to Billy that he wanted to date. Ruby gives him another chance. They go out to Wolford East. They go out to the yeah. Vic. She makes him a meal. And they, uh, they cement the foundations of their budding romance with a bit of a... A boink. Right, let's move on. No, no, uh, no. So, <laughs> so this is where it interconnects with Shirley and Billy, because Sh- Billy's big idea is that, well, because Ruby's been sexually assaulted... And Jay's on the sex offender registry. Incompatible. <laughs> Billy seems to be the only one who sees this, so instead of allowing two adults to just kind of, like, muddle their way through together, he thinks to himself, you know what's the best kind of anti-aphrodisiac I could give these two? Me and Shirley. Me. <laughs> On the date with them. It was almost like Billy was like breaking the fourth wall. Like, as you said, he could see something that no one else could. And he's gone, wait, I see where this storyline's going. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> no! <laughs> and he goes, If yes. Jay leaves the house, then no one will want us. No one will pay the bills. Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a job. Oh, he has, not he? works at the E20. He works at apparently. E20 as Mills. Butcher Skippy. boy. Yeah. The first thing that I picked up on in this whole storyline, you mm. talked about like Jay complaining to Billy about wanting a girl. Yeah. And Billy offers up Darnell the Barrel Girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and right. he's really upset that she that Jay wants to go with Ruby because he's had his heart set on Darnell. Darnell, yes. Darnell the Barrel Girl. <laughs> Can you please tweet at us if you know someone <laughs> called Darnell? Because I thought this was like a joke name. And if she's a Barrel Girl... Please do definitely. Oh my god, tweet. please. So We'd love to girl, interview her. Barrel Girl being someone that brings like the, the barrels to E20, yeah. To, oh, to E20. Must be, she works there, yeah. Yeah, he'd know her. That's the job. That, that's well, her someone job. Someone has to she do it. Brings kegs that, oh, I guess she does, yeah. You'd probably I'm be not, delivering I'm not every day. A go. If there's anyone listening I feel like you're a having girl. a go at Darnell. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that Darnell doesn't have an, an aspirational worthy job, it's that Jared had a connection with Ruby. If Ruby wasn't on the scene, Darnell would be here. The second thing to happen was Ruby coming into the cafe while Billy was offering up Darnell. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, she sees Stacy, but is, like, overly surprised and oh, shocked both that shocked. Stacey exists. Yes. Or each other exists. Even though like, she's moved to this studio flat <laughs> for Stacy, And they're like, ah, oh, haven't seen you in your... She's yours. moved from a big city job. Like, high flyer. Rich. Mm. Well, she's got a coat from New Look, so I guess she's pretty rich. <laughs> And she's, yeah, and she's shocked that Stacey's there. The whole point was that you'd be near yeah. her, you idiots. They don't hang out Both anymore. of you are idiots. Stacey is very busy with constant deaths over at the Slater household. Right? Then Stacey comes over to Ruby. He's again surprised that Ruby's actually living there, apparently. And I better come over. Like, I couldn't make time for you the last month or two because you're a whole street away. And the first thing she says, she comes in and goes, uh, it stinks in it. She's never got anything nice to say, does she? She's never learnt that lesson, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. It stinks in it. She just goes, you or something, <laughs> You stink. <laughs> Sorry. Do they not have a bathroom in that studio flat? I've never That's seen a... another door. It's next to the bed. What, it's just a bucket? 
No, it's a bar. Oh, okay. It's their bed. I was going to say, maybe that's I know what that stinks. Well. well, you've really <laughs> taken notes looked, on this. I looked at, uh, at, at Studio C. Oh. The one next door. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to. You didn't like it? That. No, it was a bit cramped for me. Huh? Cramped. Oh. And all the noise next door with horror films and yeah. banging. And kissing, kissing. Kissing, kissing, yeah. I'm just going to skip the. Uh, the break-in, because I don't understand why we needed that. Honey gives uh, Ruby some unsolicited advice. Ruby, honey just sticking her nose in, where it's not wanted. Again. She doesn't like. He doesn't like this because of the bad prawn booner we once had. It's a korma for Stein. Yeah, it's not a prawn. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and this is chicken. So... And also, like, just because you have a bad version of something, you don't go completely off any kind of curry. <laughs> Do you? I'm, I mean, I'm... I had a bad pizza once, and I didn't eat pizza for about a year. Oh, really? That's a fact, yeah. You've you, never and listeners, you can take that to the bank. What kind of bad pizza did you have? I got a... Uh, Pineapple it was, on it? To name in shame, mm. it was from Lidl. It was oh. a three-pack and it had pepperoni. How And the pepperoni pizza in Lidl made me throw up violently for two days. Did you and tweet all them? all I could taste in my mouth was Lidl. Lidl? Lidl. 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 <laughs> all it I could taste been... in my mouth was Lidl. It may have been that I licked the floor of Lidl before I ate my pizza. <laughs> Any international listeners, uh, do they have Lidl? Do Americans have little? No, we Aldi, Aldi. Aldi, yeah, it's like it's a cheap like. It's, no, it's like it's like Walmart a European sort of kind of uh, supermarket that's just known cheap, for having cheap, any cheap. kind of like brands, just whatever they can get their hands cheap, on. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, you might be right. I did lick the floor of little before. <laughs> so, but now you go to Iceland, nice and, and you clean. like those pizzas. I got paid for it. Good. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got paid for licking the floor of Lidl. Did you tweet at Lidl and let them know that their pizza had made you sick? I should have. Like, did I you was... get a three pound voucher like you did from KFC? <laughs> yes, listen, as well, my hobbies lately is if anything goes slightly wrong in my life, <laughs> I tweet the company in, in the hope of getting some Making freebies. sure it's pilot. It's public. <laughs> we did that with jelly as well. We did. That, Feel well, that it's making money. <laughs> Screw sponsorship. We've been trying to tweet at BBC to fix up their, their stuff as well but not getting Clearly through not. yet <laughs> they can't get creative for love nor money even with a new showrunner so she's so honey saying to Ruby no you can't have this jar of sauce make him toad <laughs> in the hole now for yeah. a good 40 minutes after that because it was like went through episodes yeah. didn't it yeah I thought toad in the hole was just an egg on toast well yeah you kept <laughs> all you kept saying was why should she put flour in that where, where are the potatoes but I legitimately thought that yeah. Honey's suggestion to Ruby on a date night was just egg on toast gets them every time. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, all right. And this is, brings us up to our new competition, guys. If you would like a handmade toad in the hole by none other than Abner, our Beal with it host. Yes, no question. <laughs> I say that like a question. Host? Then all you need to do is give us a five star review. Ooh. And when we get our 20th five-star review, you will be the lucky winner of a posted Toad in the Hole. <laughs> hey, I'll invite him here. They yeah. can have it with us. Yeah. We've For 25-star reviews, I'll do anything. Do I have to sit on the floor then? We've only got two chairs. We've got some over there. You know where they are. Don't lie to the listener. The studio has more than one chair, which we share. Oh, wait, we're not <laughs> sitting in the kitchen. We're sitting in the studio. This is the studio... Do you know who we are? I know, but I'm this saying is... when we have our guest, our, vis- our listener over to our house, we're not sitting with them in the dining area. So you want to change, you want to take everything to the kitchen to do the podcast. Why while are we doing eat? the podcast while they're eating? I don't want to hear. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why are we doing it in the studio? 
Because what they're eating in the kitchen. Yeah, so they're eating in the kitchen. Yes. Then after they've eaten, they come in here and they join the podcast. Yeah, but I'm saying in the kitchen, we've only got two chairs. Doesn't matter. We'll sit. Why was they sit on the couch? I'll sit on the couch. While they're, while they're eating. We'll both sit on the couch. We'll watch fact, them. They can bring it in a tray in here. They but then we have all... the eating on this microphone. <laughs> anyway, just be there. We'll give you our address later. Twenty-five star reviews. That's all we're asking for. Then we'll we'll you know email that person. Our address. <laughs> it has to be twenty-five stars in a row. Ooh. <laughs> if anyone, if any Joan of Arc out there tries to put a one star, you got to start again. <laughs> it, it refreshes, it starts again. But it'll be a homemade turn in the hole. By me. And I will make a prawn boona that will make you horrifically <laughs> ill for the full Jay experience. But then uh, Jay comes in and he's like, I'll get a film then, shall I? Awkwardly. And mm. then Honey goes, Don't get a horror. She was so adamant. Why is she No horror, get a film. It's not her date. Listen, if she bagged the Billy Mitchell, <laughs> then she knows how to romance. All right. Jay, of course, did bring a horror film. And Ruby loved Ruby it. Ruby loved it. She hates rom-coms. I don't mind a rom-com. What's wrong with rom-coms? I mean, they're not There's all I watch, but yeah, she really had a big, a bit of a thing yeah, against them. Like not since being... Has she not know. seen, what, She's the Man? That's quality. Very funny. True email out to her. Tweet at her. <laughs> get something free. You might get a copy of She's the Man, guys. And if you're the winner of our competition, you can watch She's the Man with us as well. A quality romantic comedy. And that's the bit with the competition. And we'll even wow. buy you one of those inflatable alligators. So you can have your very own <laughs> Slater alligator. alligator. Signed by both of us. And we'll even forge Jesse Wallace's signature for you. This is getting too big. This is getting out of our hands. Well, let's just... how expensive those alligators are. I bought myself a kangaroo. How much was that? Four pounds. Set you back, didn't it? Four quid? (laughs) I uh, tweeted at Amazon (laughs) that I didn't get something else and they sent me a four pound voucher. (laughs) Should we move on? Yeah. Uh, It's this week's... Oh, actually, no, I've got something else to say. Hold the horses! Stop the bus! Stop the podcast! Stop the bus! I have something else to say. Jay sleeps in a coffin when he's drunk. Yeah. That was depressing, wasn't it? <laughs> like a vampire. Lives with Honey and Billy and their kids, sleeps in a coffin. <laughs> Doesn't bother It's comfy, though, he said. Yeah, he said just comfy. But the fact that he brings the lid on himself I mean, it's quite well. luxurious. He puts the it's lid dark. on himself. If you have a hangover, you don't want to be looking at light. I'd love a storyline where we get that. We accidentally bury him. And we accidentally bury him. <gasps> and he wakes up and he goes, oh, he stretches. Or tries to. He pushes it off and goes, oh, what? And Not push- again! <laughs> <laughs> Billy! Zoom out. <laughs> That's a quality. That'd be a great doof, doof, As opposed now. to the one we had this week. <laughs> it's set up now, isn't it? Perfect. Because he's mentioned no, it. He's mentioned so it. it could happen. Yeah. Someone's just got to bury Jay. And he sends us, if you want that storyline. Give us a Slater alligator. A live alligator. In, no, no, give us an inflatable alligator and you can have it. We'll pass it on to the listener. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if in the next few weeks now we get a Jay being buried alive scenario, I want some royalties. I thought you were going to say, I want an alligator. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have the floor space for it. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so next next feature. Hmm? It's minute part. Who's our minute part this week, Abner? I haven't thought about it. Oh, I know. Yeah. The girl that uh, Hunter was ferociously hitting on yes! in, the, <laughs> in the bar. To the point where she was actively asking for him to leave her alone and the 16-year-old was swaggering around. We I own this bar. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. We couldn't put our finger on her accent, though. Where was she, was she from? 
this, this she is, Irish? She was Irish, but um, I was saying to you, I'm pretty sure, if you remember a few weeks ago when Hunter mm-hmm. went out with Ray in yep. the club. Mm-hmm. In the club. Hunter was chatting up a woman, and it was that same woman that then Ray came over really? and took out for the evening. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure it was her. Listeners, Listeners, if you, if you if can you, confirm. Yeah, if you can confirm, then please do We'd tweet us see or email in. I'm pretty sure it is. I thought she was very attractive. I was wondering so what she was doing. Well, it's minute part. We talk about <laughs> her. We don't talk about Hunter. <laughs> you just made it some sort of review of her appearance, though. No, no, she very was... attractive, yes. Eight out of ten. Yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah, really yeah. doing much else. I can't Acting really ability out of ten? Yeah, ten, ten, ten. <laughs> ten. I really, truly believe that she was disgusted by Hunter. Do you reckon she come back as a, a real player in the future? I think she was Hunter's secret... Uh, Ray's secret seventh wife. They're just going to keep popping up out of the woodwork. Maybe she's Hunter's real dad. <gasps> Maybe she's Steve. <laughs> Takes off the mask. Mm-hmm. You wanted Hello, that a couple son. of weeks ago. I still want it now. <laughs> yeah. I'd love someone to take off their mask and be another character. That'd be amazing. But this woman, she said, please tell me that's a gun in your... Was it? No. She... Please don't tell me that's a gun in your pocket. <laughs> I don't think anyone's saying in a club, please tell me that's a gun loaded in this dark and confined area. <laughs> Yeah, it is, baby. It's a gun. Does that make you... A fully-fledged gun. And then he just, like, shoots into the air like the Texan on The Simpsons. Bang, bang, bang! (laughs) (laughs) We all know he's not 16, all right? The fact that he's still pretending, they're still forcing him to go to school, makes me uncomfortable. But he's not... He looks young. 30-year-olds in clubs would not be like, woohoo, look at this (laughs) 22-year-old. So where do you think she went afterwards? She went... She left. I think she probably went to the kebab shop on the way home, jumped on the tube. That's it. That's my name. Just thought... The night's getting, not getting any better. It's getting weird. I think I might have just been a potential serial killer. That, my friends, is when you all just have to say, I'm calling it a night. Do you reckon she went home and on the tube was listening to Chaz? Ch- Chaz designed my space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Definitely. Got a new singer out this week, I mean, guys. If you was... want to go drop a like on it and share it on uh, Facebook, then please do. Was it a school night? I think it was a school night. So why was she there either? She must have like a job with weird hours. Maybe she's what do you think a her story is? Maybe she works in a call centre and she has to be available on weekends and she does her... Now that's a story we need to follow. A call centre worker that works on weekends. <laughs> oh, the trouble and trauma she would get into. Next story, though? Yep. Let's head over to the uh, the Mitchells. <sighs> They're just recycling like nobody's business. Should I just try to give you a rundown? Please, try yeah. Drive us through this little story? Just go... You don't even... Just go quick. Uh, Louise passes his driving test. Theory. Theory. So I keep saying test. It's a theory. Uh, Keanu's like, oh, well done, but it's only a theory test. Then she posts the picture on Instagram and he's like, oh, take that down. And she goes, why? And he goes, because oh, I haven't really got an answer for you. Just leave it up anyway. Uh, they go about their business for a little while. Uh, he's, he makes this little party with Bex and Phil for her passing her theory test. And then... Sharon comes in while he's getting off with Louise. Then, for the rest of the week, it's Keanu going, I love you, Sharon. I've never wanted anyone more than you. And then he eventually dumps Louise and continues to want Sharon, even though she doesn't want him anymore, apparently. But she does. She does, does. yeah. Otherwise, she wouldn't be... Yeah, this is the annoying thing. Did they have the diff-diff this week? No, no, they didn't. There was Melon. Oh, right. That's the most annoying thing about watching this storyline, is that... There's not even any, like, stakes to it, because neither of... Both of them still want this relationship. Yeah. Because Sharon's still, like, looking over at him and following him, like, following into the bar and going, you're with Louise now. And Keanu's just, like, drooling at the mouth. So you just think, 
they've already had it so that they can get away with it. We're just going to watch it again. Yeah. I don't think anything bad's going to happen to them because A, Louise is stupid and she won't, she'll be easily like fooled again. Yeah. And Phil just doesn't really have the time to notice. Uh, so let's head to the start of the week. Um, Phil and Keanu party organises. I don't know her well enough. What does she like? Phil's options were sausage rolls. No, no, no. This isn't scotch what, eggs. This isn't what Louise wanted. This is when Keanu says, what does a party need to have? And Phil goes, sausage rolls. He embra- scotch eggs. He embraces the meme. Like, Bex gets involved. This is... I don't know why Bex is involved in this storyline. Right? She, she's, she's Louise's friend, right? Her best friend in the square, yep. I'd say. Why don't she organise the party? Too busy. Instead of, instead of shaming Keanu for, you know, someone that he's been going like, with for snacks. four days. Where's the healthy stuff, Keanu? Carrots, Where's the carrots? Peppers! And in the shot, no one had eaten them anyway. <laughs> Bernie's one of the guests. I mean, the sausage she's rolls. She's touching them. The sausage rolls were gone. Well, they were all around Bernie's mouth. Phil loved him as well. <laughs> Then Sharon walks in, presumably because she saw the photo and went, right, Qantas, booking my flight back. <laughs> and then we just, yeah, we just had the same storyline again. But the only thing that was different was when someone, I think it was Linda in the pub, told Sharon that Phil had delivered a baby. And Sharon looks back, like, and Phil's just, like, looking into the distance. And I was Thinking like, about that baby. oh, this is, like, a nice scene. I yeah. thought Sharon was, like, looking at him in a whole new light. No, straight away, wet for Keanu. It's when she came in, that first duff duff, and we just get a close-up of Sharon's face, and she's doing that pounce, she's going, what? Just the uh, lips going. I know. And I just think, no, please, God, no, not I'd again. Really? You know no! what? No! <laughs> I would even admit to say that I would, wouldn't have minded seeing the Keanu and Louise relationship. That was all right. Have, yeah, it was fine. I liked the little Phil and Keanu bromance we were getting. That was my favourite bit The papa and son <laughs> that they both always wanted and craved from each other. Hanging out, going to fights, getting love advice from Phil. When Keanu went and got a drink and he ended up talking to Phil, and Phil was like, oh, what are you having? And then he turns to Phil and he goes, I love whatever you're having. Yeah, Ooh, it was... Oh, the double referencing there, the double mm. meaning. Ooh, <laughs> dirty boy. I really don't have anything to say because it's we've already said it. Like, what's, what's going to happen now? Because, what... Uh, Keanu's getting yelled at by Phil. Don't come near my family again. You ruin everything. As soon as you get involved with my family. Two weeks later, they're all going to be back on again. He's just letting himself into that house with Sharon, which is weird. He is, yeah, he just turns up, just opens the door. Jesus. What if Phil had his pants down in the kitchen? (laughs) What if he was eating a nice sausage roll but bare naked? It's his house. He should be able to do what he wants. Keanu. He has, a, he has a sausage roll, he's eating, his little willies just out in the wind, he's air drying from the shower. he's just got a napkin around his neck, that's yeah. all he's got on. Yeah. Yeah. Likes to be clean, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the ones for babies, where it like kind of scoops around the front. Yeah. So it like drops in, it. and then he uses that and he like eats the rest of the crumbs later as well. He goes, Sharon, where's my pants? Lou, don't look at me. Denny, get the drone out. Get a shot of me in this naked. <laughs> in my castle. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the noise of the train, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I don't know. They're just looking at each other. They yeah. have these more secret meetings. And Sharon going, I can't talk to you. 
But I can. <laughs> yeah, just the pouting and the I looking think over. I'm going to say it right and now. And then we had the yes. bit where he sends an orchid to the door of the Mitchell house. <laughs> when the everyone's fully, home. Yeah, everyone's home. He sends, he knocks it and runs away quickly. <laughs> like, he, it was open quite quickly as well. So imagine yeah. if like, Phil would have opened it and seen him. What, why are you running away? Oh, it's for Lou. <laughs> well, why are you running away then? <laughs> but, Is yeah. it for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them Phil, are there. Like, it's all, all been... For you. They're kind of all looking at this orchid as if it could be for any of them. Like, Phil's in the back going, Hey? I love an orchid. Karen! Denise! Keanu! What if Phil turned up? And then it was the big reveal. Keanu! Who's going to turn up to the park in the middle of the square where anyone could be at any time? We had two bottles of champagne, two glasses of champagne. Yeah, ready. For the underage girl, for Louise. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> the was for you, Sharon. It's Louise. It's Lu- always been you. But what, what did he say? Because the message said, said something it like, said, we need to um, talk. Uh, meet me in the park. We Love you talk. always. It sounded like we need to talk. I'm no, he texted her. Because then Louise says, um, what do we need to talk about? Oh. It never shows what they talk about, so I don't know what's... Well, literally nothing, because <laughs> she wasn't the right person. <laughs> yeah. I physically, if I have to watch another scene next week... If Keanu, Keanu hitching Sharon's leg I was going to say him. that if Keanu hitches Sharon's leg I'm not doing the podcast <laughs> you can do it on your own take it I think I think that's really all though like yeah. the big argument where Phil's saying go away from my back seen it before mate seen it before <laughs> just seen yes, it and discussed it be done yeah, we be won't do me. to you listeners what the BBC has done to all of us by repeating our discussions of the same storylines we'll just tell you just go back to the previous week. You know what we could replace that whole bit with? Is there Keanu mm-hmm. liking a bit of Sharon? He gets an Iver Slayer alligator. Yeah. Like we discussed last week. All new good ideas. <laughs> What's our next feature? Right, so our next feature is another new one. It's Stacy or Pacey. Go right, on. So basically, this is an idea where we put Stacy up against other things that run. Mm-hmm. And who would win in a race? We just discussed that. So I wanted to start as simple this week. Oh, okay. Um, could Stacy? Outrun that drone. Nah. Next feature. She w- she's she's <laughs> not even bothered to go and visit her um, emotionally vulnerable best friend across the road. I don't think she's getting up enough speed to outpace a drone. Yeah, as soon, as, as, soon as I came out of my mouth, I realised how silly it was because those things can go up to like 40 miles an hour. How about this, right? So we're in the middle of London with that drone. Mm-hmm. You have to get from on foot mm-hmm. or air. I was going to say, I don't think the drone has to, but okay. <laughs> Uh, you have to get like from one busy. You have to get to, from one end of the strand to the other end of the strand. Yeah. Right. And it's like there's double decker buses flying. The I drone, still think the drone, the can drone do it. can't go beyond the height of Stacy. So they're the same yeah. height. Abner, Stacy wouldn't even go and see her friend. <laughs> wait, wait, you're not, you're not listening. Right? Okay, I'm the same height. These are the mm-hmm. rules. Yeah. The conditions. They're the same height. Um, they go the same way. Of course, the drone will have to like dodge obstacles. I understand. Yes. <laughs> Come on at it at forty miles an hour. So mm-hmm. the potential that it could crash. Yeah. Stacy probably not as likely to crash in the same way. Um, I'm thinking that what? Yes. Okay. So Stacy's probably not as likely to crash, but the drone is uh, making a lot more noise noise than Stacy does. Mm. It also makes a different kind of noise. Mm. So people are probably going to back away from the drone. As opposed to backing away from Stacey. Stacey's going to get a lot of like pushback from people that aren't going to move out of the way for her. Whereas if you're seeing a drone coming towards you, you're immediately going, ugh, 
because you know it's got cameras on it, you know you don't you don't know what it is. So I think that the drone's getting an easier pathway than Stacy. So again, the drone. The drone. <laughs> yes. Okay, so other things one, Stacy Neil. Uh, Twitter, if you'd like to tweet at us at BWI underscore podcast. Things that you think uh, could outrun Stacy, or things or that you think that Stacy could outrun, yeah. uh, please uh, tweet In them at Twitter. us and then hashtag um, Stacy or Pacey. Yeah, hashtag Stacy or Pacey. Next week, next family? Yep. Last family? Oh. The Owens. Guys, they're still alive! Woohoo! I mean, we knew, we knew Chaz Design My Space was still alive because he was dropping mad beats. But. It's nice to see Hunter and Mel. They're back from their nice little holiday. They've both got some emotional baggage going on. Uh, Mel's baggage turns into her just kind of moping about the place. Hunter's is he's a full-on psychopath now. Yeah, with a gun. He has a gun that he um, uses to point at himself in the mirror. Mostly. He points at the TV screen. He points. He imagines pointing it at others and he goes... Pow, pow. He almost points at Keanu. He almost points at Keanu. Wants to. Um, hides it behind... Pillows, uh, down the back of his trousers, sits on it, um, and he uses it in clubs to uh, impress women. <laughs> After the line, hello ladies, I own this pub. <laughs> the fact that he was going around to every single woman in that club going, hello ladies. It's like the Stephen Merchant show all over yeah. again. I <laughs> yeah. expe- hello, expected ladies. Stephen to come back around. But hello lady. Oh. <laughs> he got into the back of that car with the two wives. Yes. Yeah. And he went, Hello, ladies. Oh, it's, he's just like, he is like Ray incarnate. You are so right in the fact that someone's cutting sociopath left and right. So they're just going, um... Guys, you're gonna be down a psychopath again. Right, Chaz, psycho it up, mate, until we can find someone else. <laughs> but I thought you had Bev this week. No, Bev's not in this week. She can't be, be you. a psycho. How about Ricky Champ? I... He's always here. <laughs> no, we're giving Ricky a week off. He, had to, yeah, he didn't win the NTA. Which he had that deserved. Nazi stuff. Um, I did enjoy the scene of him crying to his mum, and then when Mel came up behind him to hug him, he just like deadpanned into the camera. <laughs> I like it when he's at the, at the uh, CCTV and like gave a cheers to it. <laughs> he's, I'm not gonna lie, he's getting much more interested. And the fact that Keanu, oh, when Keanu, so the first bit of knowing that Hunter, there was something quite wrong with Hunter, mm. was when, he, when Keanu invited him to a party and he goes, no. Oh, what is it? He says, um,. I hear you've been having some of my leftovers. Yeah, I'm having steak tonight if you want to come around after that. He takes a hit from Keanu, but then gets in his face and goes, I've been up against badder things than you, and I'm still here. Without <laughs> what what tell- have you been up against? He's been up against Ray, but he needed his mum to come and help him. He was audibly crying throughout the whole ordeal. Also, Keanu could turn around and gone, well, so have I. I'm, I'm literally sleeping with Phil Mitchell's wife. <laughs> and daughter at the same time. And Man him. up, boy! <laughs> To be fair, Keanu has never punched himself in the face. So Not yet. That's what Hunter's got going for him. The BBC is presenting Mel to be this like feminist figure. Like she doesn't need a man. She's not there with Ian. If she's with Ray and he's cheating on her, then she's gonna run him for all he's got. She owns a business. She takes care of her son. She wears shoulder pads. I don't know. To the point where Hunter is visibly and obviously a sociopath. How many times does she need to ask someone else, hey, what do you what, what do you think about my son? Full on bonkers. Oh, okay. And then she just clean forgets. How many times? She's letting herself down and women. Don't you feel like Jack is just like, 
really proud of himself at the moment for like calling this all on so it like it. <laughs> he, yeah he called ray being a wrong one. Mm-hmm. he said about hunter being a wrong one. And he's, he's just he just stood back there in his t- brown trench i've just written his a, very feminine his, brown his trench. sleuth coat mm-hmm. he looks like an old sort of yeah, but noir it wasn't, detective it wasn't his... that kind of material it was like felty material it looked like a woman's coat awful. he That's buttoned it worst. all the way up with like a black turtleneck yeah he looked like he was going <laughs> into drama club after yeah. this he can't wait to get involved with mel and go you know what mel it's I'm fine right. i was right do you reckon in bed he'll just say to her tell me i'm right tell me i was right <laughs> i was right <laughs> <laughs> so the final duff duffs were given to hunter and mel with uh, Mel saying, I'm going to call the police. On you and me. And you and making it better. <laughs> and Hunter saying, the final doof doof was Hunter saying, if you call the police, you'll be dead to me. And both of us agreeing that okay. that should not <laughs> be bothered. Yeah, you're you're crazy. <laughs> and I'm not really a big fan, so 999. <laughs> the thing is, I am a fan of Hunter. And I wanted to tell I'm a show. fan of Hunter, but if, if he was your child, would oh, you yeah. be like, I'm, oh, I'm no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the crazy kid living in my house. I better put this phone down then. No, no, no. <laughs> also, she's left the gun on the table right next to him. Yeah, I feel like that's a because she they made a big point of that, like yeah. pulling the gun out and putting it on the table, <laughs> holding it above her head, going, going to the I audience, have the gun. I have this gun. I'm going to place it here, mm-hmm. away from me. What do you think the chances <laughs> are that Hunter's going to kill his mum, or at least shoot her and run away? He's not very, no, he's, he's not a killer or a shooter. He's gonna pointing the gun at him, at her, and he's going to have a breakdown and go, I can't believe I did that! And it's going to be an actual mm. breakdown. I think that he's going to take the gun and run. So uh, I think he's going to point it at like, Mel, and he's going to take it and run with his bag, and they're going to yeah. he's going to be like on the loose with a gun, and Mel's going to be like, oh no, well, what have I done? Do you think he's leaving then? I, Is I, he I was set thinking, to leave? I don't know, I, I don't have a feeling anyone's... that he might leave. I don't know why, because you know he's got this rap career yeah, on the go. It's blowing up. It's... <laughs> You're right. And they're bringing Ben back as well. I just feel like there's not going to be room for him. The one thing I don't want is them bringing him back as like an aged up other actor version. Because oh yeah, he's suddenly he ready perfect. to like have a yeah. No, he's no. I don't think he's leaving. I, I think not. maybe he'll be taking. Maybe he'll be in it more like sporadically. But I think he'll go on the loose. I don't think the police are going to have him though. I think he'll turn up in like little corridors and stuff and scare the bejesus out of people. Ugh! Hunter, still got that gun? <laughs> Yeah, it's like Gollum in the ring. Yeah. My precious, Gunny, <laughs> stroking it. Gunner for Aniston. Do you want to know her name? <laughs> Do you want some chips, Hunter, mate? Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have any money? No. Okay. Gunny. <laughs> All right. Stop pointing at me. I'll get you some chicken. What do you want, poppers? No. Burger. Burger. That's pricey, mate. <laughs> right, okay, 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 Zinger, what, what, what? Zinger Did Tower Burger. Oh, they're going to KFC, I just thought they were going to the chicken place. You can get like Zinger Towers in like normal chicken what places. What is a Zinger Tower? It's just like a hot, spicy fillet with like a hash brown in the burger. KFC, if you'd like to sponsor <laughs> us, we could describe food at length more often in our podcast. Abner knows your whole menu back to front. Yes, I do. <laughs> Uh, on my list, I've just got written down Hunter v. Ian, mm. Hunter v. Keanu, which we've covered, <laughs> Hunter v. The Wives. Yep. He was going up against everyone this week. Like, Ian says something to him on the street, and he goes, stay away from my mom, she's not interested. She be- no, all that- it's Ian with Jean, isn't it? Ian with- is with Jean, but the most, it was just like, 
as forward as Ian has been in the past, all he really did as he passed by with Hunter was going, your mum okay? She's not interested! Ian has been, like, way more on top of it than that. I don't know why I enjoyed Hunter Against the Wives so much. I think it's because, um... In the way I was watching it, it felt like those two wives were coming and accusing Mel of Hunter literally being Ray. Like they're going to, they're going to a. Have you even looked at your kid? He's exactly like Ray. He's he's the speed no, image. No, I think they were I, trying to tell him. Like I think they were trying to tell. No, I don't think they're. Saying, I was hoping that the mask is coming off. <laughs> no, I think that they're I, like. <laughs> I think that they know that he's had something to do with. Yeah, yeah. His disappearance. So they're either saying that Hunter's helping him, and I that's just, why no one's heard from him, or. Hunter's done something to him, and that's why they're saying he's like crafty, like Ray. I mean, I was just hoping that Ray was inside Hunter, Listen, controlling. Ray is still with us in our hearts. I, I put Hunter and Gunny as well. Uh, he took it to school. Yeah, also, he loves can it. We just, can we just talk about this? Because Hunter went to school. No other child on that square did. He went to school in the middle of the day as Louise was going to a theory test, as Bex was just wandering about the place, Bernie, presumably as at home Bernie and Tiff were just staring coat. at each other. I don't get that. This is timeline <laughs> craziness. I really... You know what I want them to do? Like, 24. I just want them to have a running little clock. In the bottom left-hand corner. In the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah. Because even I noticed when... So, Jay and... Jay and Ruby, when they went to bed yeah, together, right. it was ten past seven. What's wrong with that? It's just but like that's when the mood took them. I know, but they'd already gotten to the date, had dinner, watched a whole film. How early did he come over? Like five thirty. It was dark outside as well. Yeah, he must have come over at five. Yeah. Have some dinner. Watch no ten past seven. He must have come at four thirty. That's an early date. All right, time police. I just think it's weird. <laughs> Someone. Please, BBC, please, I will do the job for you. I will be your time policeman. Just please, just put me on salary and I will fix this for you. Um, yeah, but Hunter took the gun to school. Of course he did. I was really hoping Protection. for a school shooting storyline. No. That's not really a thing in England. It's not, but it could be with Hunter. Yeah, they, we, EastEnders tackle is more like prevalent to us issues. Just, it would have been awesome to see like him shoot up school. Preferably Bernie first several times I just unloaded the clip in Burnley could we and get... no one else he went to shoot someone else it didn't go he went, could oh. we get Ted there somehow from Australia to the school he shoots a rogue bullet it ricochets off a window goes across and... the ocean <laughs> and no one thinks all about it all the way it. to Australia and then, and then there's like a, there's like a cold open to one of the episodes during the week and we just get a shot of like um, sandy Ted. beaches yeah, Ted on a beach his feet up he's just like watching some surfers or something he's doing he's doing Australian things mm. you know about these yep and then all yes. of a sudden he's, he's just about to like flip a burger on the barbie sausage right. having a sausage sizzle a snag shrimp whatever prawns we call yeah. them prawns <laughs> he's flipping something on the barbie a snag right. and then in the head he's... <laughs> yeah take it and they just get he just lays there dead blood comes out do do good and titles mm, i would yeah. never mention it again good i'm into it and that's both bernie it's rat's house and now Ted dead perfect in two episodes i mean that's not the cull that i would use but if we can only have two i'm happy with my choice anything else that's pretty much it for me right so hot and nuts no 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 one more feature <laughs> we don't need to do this feature i think we've had enough silly features <laughs> no there's one more there's, we always have four features don't take a feature away from me okay it's e twenty thousand leagues under the sea this is the part would... of the show where we talk about a feature or a part of the show. That would have been more interesting underwater. Yeah. Go on. I think my favourite one would be Hunter. But instead, um, approaching women at bars. But instead of it being 20,000 leagues under the sea, 
It would merely be him in a public pool swimming up to people with the gun, like on a little floaty little, next to him. Speedos. Well, I'm thinking, I think he's more got one of those, you know, those inflatable like beer can holders or like you hold a drink. So he's pulling it along like gunnies in there. And he swings up, swims up to him. Hello, ladies. Is that a gun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they swim away, and he swims up next to some more girls. Is that a gun? Yeah. <laughs> and a lifeguard like announces. Excuse me, sir, is that a gun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bang, bang. But when he actually goes to shoot it, it's just a water pistol because the, there's too much water's gotten into the gun, it becomes a pistol. And then in the background, Jack, in a pair of board shorts, but his brown coat on top, has the real gun and goes, looking for this. Looking for this. And Hunter goes, and he dives no. in, he just holds his nose and goes, dives in. And I think that that would be an amazing scene. We can see Mick swim past in the background. Of course, he had that big swimming storyline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he learned to swim on the show. Of course. Gosh. Big stuff. Denny's doing a swimming gala in the oh, background. Oh, he's doing a gala. <laughs> Phil and Sharon are there. First one's there. They like to leave early. Keanu's in the back row looking over at Sharon. Sharon yeah. turned around, pouting. All right, Abner, who was your hot this week? Oh, my God. There's too much. Gun. My hot this week was Hunter. Mm. He did bits with that gun. He did. He was the man. He felt... He felt the hardest he's ever felt. He's felt himself this week, and I felt him too. Mine's very similar. It was the gun. Just the gun did things. It made better. It made choices that it I made would never have better. made. It made people better. It made Hunter more confident and more sassy, yes. and it made Mel finally realise that her son's a psychopath. Well done, Gunny. Coming soon to EastEnders, Gunny. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to the bar. He's ordering a pint. He just dips his little nozzle into All right, it. Gunny. <laughs> All right, Gunny. Alright, Gunny. That's Mick. But he's had like a bit of a bad rap, you know, because like, there's others in his profession that are used to kill people. Knifey. But he's just trying to have a, he's just trying to leave a good on his life. Who's your not this week? Stacy. Just, just for like, you know, coming into someone's flat and going, it stinks in here. And having not bothered to go over to her mates who's been raped house. Yeah. Even though Poor she form, moved all this Stacey. way. Yeah. yeah. My not was, um, well, it'd have to be Billy mm. for just being so he spent like a lot of money on taking Shirley out just to just to block out Jay. Billy who's And in the end he just had to admit that he loved Shirley and then just ran away from her. Physically ran away like a little boy. Billy who's notoriously always poor as well. I know. Is Honey knowing that he's spending all this money? Spent bare money just to cock block Jay. Because you know that Ian is not having like a a five pound saver menu in his (laughs) restaurant. Not not on peak hours. No no no. No way. Um, I've got one more thing to mention. Oh, it's not about the hots and knots, but I've just put a little asterisk because it didn't really go anywhere else. Mm. The Mexican stall. Oh, yeah, exciting. On the market, there was a new market stall. And there was we another new, new market, market stall. Yeah. Um, the bread stall. The bread stall, but also the um, not slutty clothing stall. Because you know <laughs> we didn't that, see that, though. But you that know was that just mentioned. It was mentioned, but you know that Kush has a lot of like dresses and stuff, but they're usually quite Stinky. short yeah. for Stacey. This one, they were going to the stall that was... Um, Primark. The yeah, the Primark store, store really. The, just the store that had something that was both attractive, but also more covered up for the woman who doesn't want to seem Who's vulnerable. Just molested. Both the same, but said in slightly different ways. Um, but no, why Why is it on, on this square that they everyone does all their shopping At the within store. the walls of Albert Square? Just go to Primark. Just go up, you know, Oxford Or a Morrison's. Street. You're in London. Mm. Just go anywhere. Just go into an actual Literally shop. Literally anywhere else. <laughs> 
They think they all they don't buy, like it. Kush must be making mint. Mm. So does Martin though. He charges like fifty five... pounds for a dress as well <laughs> from a market store. I wouldn't even spend that he in must, an actual shop. He must be making mint. That's, what That's why they can afford all this like well, living. Five pounds and a bag of chilies. A mandarin dropped on the floor and that was a pound. pound. One pound, a pound for a mandarin. Of, yeah. That's mad numbers. <laughs> well, that's it. That's market stalls covered. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. If you liked us and would like to keep up with our uh, occasional podcasting, you can okay. rate, review, and subscribe to us it's on regular <laughs> on Apple iTunes Podcasts or on YouTube with Beal with It and EastEnders Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at bwi underscore podcast or on Facebook at Beal with It and EastEnders Podcast. You can email us at bealwithit.podcast at gmail.com as well. Have you got a question for listeners this week? Uh, my question this week is if you had to. Um, Cockblock J, and you wanted someone to spend multitudes of money on at Walford East, but also have a good time. Who would you choose? Who would be your first, second, and third choice, just like Billy? Right. Who would yours be? I'll tell you next week. Oh. Suspense. That's something to stay tuned for, hey? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> that's mega. our very own duff duff. That's, that's a 100% retention ratio now <laughs> that I've heard that. Everyone that's got to this point is definitely coming back next week to hear what my top three would be. Not mine. We haven't said you're going to give yours. I know. You're going to give yours as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, Wow. Both <laughs> of our views. Oh my God. You know we're going to get a lot of people coming back this week. They're going to bring their friends in. Whoa. The, the subscriber <laughs> rate's going to go up. Well, we're going to get five star reviews through our nose because everyone wants to come to our house For the, to eat a scotch exactly. egg. Exactly. And to get a blow up alligator. Yeah. The Slater so, alligator. They're very ancient. Signed by us. Signed by us. And cat. Forged by <laughs> yeah, cat. Of course. Jesse Wallace. All right. Beep, beep, bye. <laughs>